Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. If you've ever struggled with innovation, this podcast is definitely for you. Innovation is something that I believe the world has made so complicated that most people just get overwhelmed with the whole thought process of it and don't try new things. But first, let's kind of get into the definition of what is new. Would you say Facebook, when it was created, was a new thing? Or Yahoo? Or Google? Or MySpace? Do you think any of those innovations were new? The fact is, none of them were new. Yes, they used new tools, but the original concepts were all the same. They've all existed before. Google is an ability to reference a library, and it references it in such a way now that you don't even see the library that you're getting the information from. People say, let's Google it. What they're really doing is referencing a library, and in some ways, Unfortunately, a lot of the people that worked hard to create those references are gone, thanks to technology. A lot of young people, when they say, I'm going to Google something, they legitimately think the answer comes from Google, and Google does not provide any answers. It finds answers, so it is a modern version of a library. Facebook is a modern version of a yearbook, uh, uh, somebody's family photo book. It's, it's a modern version of that. Would you say those are innovative? In a way, they are, but really they're old ideas with new tools. There are some cases of true innovation out there. They're, they're pretty rare. But for the most part, a lot of what we see technology disrupt are simply the ability to make something that's already happening easier. And when you're in an organization, your first goal should always be, how do I make processes easier? You should never be focused on trying to make work, keep people busy. That is not your goal. All of those things are just a distraction from focusing on providing a better product to whatever community you're serving. It doesn't matter what community you're serving. But here's the trick with innovation. Once you kind of understand the where it comes from, and the fact that it's often just different tools with the same principles or the same behaviors that humans like to do, it can free you up to finding solutions out there for innovative problems. For example, uh, Hubadub is a tech startup that I started several years ago. And if I were to look at the premise, it's based on a solution that has worked in a different space. In recreation and physical activities, gamification, rewards, incentives, challenges, all of that behavior tuning hasn't been done that well. And that's the need that that company fills. Yes, is it hard to figure it out the first time? Is there a lot of small micro 
innovations that need to be done to get there? Yes. But is the game plan laid out? Of course it is. It's been laid out for years. The moment the game over screen ended on a video game, we entered a new phase of gamification. So when I was a kid, I played games and you always started from the beginning and you always tried to get to the game over screen or well, the end credits was the goal you always got. But on the way from the beginning to the end, sometimes you would make too many mistakes and you would get a game over screen. That was gamification. That was the beginning of gamification. Then the game over screen disappeared. What happened at a, at a high level was they started to find ways to never end a game. Therefore, they needed to find ways to keep people engaged. So I went over and you looked at that whole system and borrowed the pieces that fit into this system and used them. And it works. We, we hear from people all the time in this system that they're more engaged, they do more than they previously did, and it helps them build better habits. So therefore, it works. But did we go out and create a whole new way to gamify? No. This solution works for nearly every single problem out there. Uh, what I find happens, and this is the pitfall of innovation, is everyone starts only looking in their world for their solutions. It's not true. There are solutions everywhere for the problems you're facing right now. You do not need to innovate. You need to find something that works in a different sector and model it and find a way to make it fit into your sector. If you've ever learned about systems thinking, this, this might help you kind of figure out how you make it fit into your sector. The first part is, if you took, let's say you're trying to build the very best car, and you took each piece of that car, you said, I'm going to get the very best clutch that's ever been made, very best gear stick or gear shifter, very best windshield, very best of each of these things, and you just stack them all up, do you have the very best car? Absolutely not. You need to find a way to make that clutch work with the gear shifter, make it work with the, uh, the transmission, make everything work together. Otherwise, it's not a good system. So that is where you focus your energy on innovation, is how do you find a piece that solves a problem that you need right now and use your energy to find a way to make it fit within the existing workflow so that people can continue to do their work in the easiest way possible. This is where so many people get lost. I, I, when I go to conferences, um, the most valuable ones I often attend aren't related to the industry I'm working in. I find solutions to problems everywhere but in the industry I'm working in. For example, when uh, I was involved in initiating the Outdoor Council of Canada, I've heard so many discussions about how youth needed a low-risk certification and, and all these things. We all knew this problem, but no one figured out a solution. So I actually dug into a bunch of different organizations that had created a solution for a similar, a low-risk certification for other industries and figured out that this could be done. It had been attempted 
many times, but we got it done. That organization now has thousands of uh, field leaders across the country, and kids are getting in the backcountry and all over the place. They have access to places they never previously had access to because of that certification. Now, was that a genius thing? No. All I did was find a solution in a different industry and figure out how to make it fit into this industry. There's a few models that I've used consistently for solutions. If you want a good development model, I found when I took, uh, I worked my way up to the dive master program in scuba diving, I found Patty was the best way to encourage people to continue their, their training through a program. So I use that model. I don't use any of the curriculum, but I use that modeling for a lot of development programs. So when you're sitting there challenged for a solution and you know there's a problem, the, the easiest way to be innovative and find that solution is to find another industry with the same problem that they've already solved it. It might be in construction. It might be in um, the aerospace area. It might be in computers and technology. But there's solutions out there, and they're usually not in the industry you work in. That's why I love learning about all sorts of different things. I remember going to a real estate investing network. It was called Rain. I love the course, and I end up buying some houses and trying to turn houses over through that. But I learned some, some consistencies through that training and that thought process that I've applied into my business into whatever I'm doing. So this is what helps you be innovative. Stop looking for solutions in the in the space you work in. If you want to learn about membership engagement and how to keep members, don't look in like don't look in education. They're great at bringing people through for the first 4 years, but that most alumni programs are don't even come close to a lot of other membership programs. Maybe a membership program that you might want to look at are some of the best games out there that keep people engaged every day of the week. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but they're very good at it. Or maybe other communities out there. But a lot of people end up saying, well, I'm following the best practices. Are you? Because if you look in other industries, you might find much better practices. And your job is to get to the easiest solution that your staff can implement the easiest so that you can move the needle the fastest with the least amount of effort. And this is the best way I have found for you to do that. And then when you roll out this new idea that's unseen in your industry, people will sit there shocked in the level of confidence that you have in this big innovative idea. And on the inside, you know it's going to work. You have the confidence, and that's because you've seen it work. You understand how it works, and all you did was make something that works fit within your organization. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.